Thanks for joining us for the Sermon of the Week. You can find out more information about Legacy Church online at LegacyFamily.tv. Well, welcome to Daring Faith. We're right in the middle of it. Hallelujah. Are you ready? All right, so look at me real quick. Before we dive into this, let me say some things. God operates by faith. God operates by faith. The worlds were framed by faith. God's faith. Okay, I'm going to let you settle down because this is something you really need. You were made in God's image. You were created to operate by faith. That's why we're teaching faith. You were made to operate in faith. The way God operates is by faith. The way you should operate is by faith. Now, let me give you an example real quick. Our sister testified. She was healed instantly. That's the gift of healing. It can operate instantly. Many of you have the gift of healing and you have never operated in it. You've never, so to speak, woke it up on the inside of you. Some of you have the gift of miracles and you have never operated in it. Some of you have the gift of faith to believe for even greater beyond normal faith. There are nine gifts of the Spirit that can operate in your life. So I command them to awaken in the name of Jesus. Awake gifts of the Spirit in the body of Christ. If God has given you a gift to operate, it may not be like you've ever seen before, but you need to learn to obey God. Don't have to be at church. This is where you practice and we have fun. If you miss it, we just laugh with you and we're all good. But if you're nervous here, you're never going to do it at the gas station when the guy pulls up to the pump and the Lord says, he needs salvation. Oh, let me just pump my gas. You see? But you, the gift of God will come on you and you can tell him, Jesus loves him. Jesus is Lord. Now hear me. Well, what if you're, you're sitting here today and you have never had Somebody lay hands on you and you never received it instantly. That's okay because you can always receive by faith. That is the way it's made to operate. I'll give you an example. Jesus operated in several miracles. The only one I don't know that I haven't heard of that somebody else doing is walking on water. I told a story about, about a guy I went to church with me years back, and, and you know, he, he just loved God. He wasn't the brightest, you know, bulb in the box or the sharpest tool in the shed. But he loved God. And he had a dream that a tornado was coming at his workplace. And everybody screamed, there's a tornado, there's a tornado. And everybody started running that way. He ran to the door in his dream, opened the door, and pointed his finger at the tornado and said, nope, in the name of Jesus. And it went up over the building. Five days later, everybody's screaming, there's a tornado, tornado, running just like he dreamed it. And he ran to the door, and he spoke to the storm, and went up over the building. He had the dream. What is that? You know, that's supernatural. But by faith, we operate every day. We live by the Word of God. That's why I, I could preach faith every Sunday. And I do preach faith every Sunday. It may just have a different heading. Because the just shall live by faith. God's children should live by faith. 
And so we're pushing that we live by faith, and, and, and it's got, I want it to be as easy, and it's easy. The Bible says a child can receive by faith. A child can lead you, encourage you. And so, listen, if you don't have it, the Word of God, Jesus is, is the bomb of Gilead. You know what a bomb is? Anybody ever put a salve on their hand? You know, have you ever had poison oak or poison ivy and you put calamine lotion on it and it starts drying it up? Well, you can put the Word of God on your hurt wrist and it'll start making it feel better. And day by day, you just put the Word of God on it. I don't care what I feel. The Word of God, Jesus bore my sickness and infirmities and wrist, you got to be well. Elbow, you got to be well. Head, you got to be well. Because you can, you know, people can pray for you and you didn't get it. It's okay. Live by faith. Have daring faith. I'm going to believe God. I don't care what happens. I'm going to believe God. And the pressures of life can be so great, you know what? You cry out for mercy. Just like Amy said, sometimes we're weak. But we can cry out for mercy. God's merciful. God's kind. And he's our helper as long as we run to him and not away from him. And men and women have been running from God since the garden, hiding from God. Come on, God's arms are open today. He loves you. He wants the best for you, and he wants you to believe him and love him. He's a good father. Amen? Let me read a couple of scriptures. In Romans 1.17 says, for in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. Say, I'm going to grow my faith. It is as, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. And then in 2 Peter 1, 4, in the New Living Translation, it says, And because of His glory and excellence, He has given us great and precious promises. These are the promises that enable you to share His divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human desire. There are promises that God has given. And let me say this too, by the Spirit of God. In the beginning, John 1, 1, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Word of God is full of promises. In the Old Testament, they didn't carry a Bible. God spoke directly. And then they finally... Uh, Moses sat down and wrote Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Joshua wrote Joshua. They started writing it down because it was told. And Moses sat down because he was very educated and he wrote down and God went over everything with him. And so then they had the word. But before that and even after that, God sent his word through people. The prophets would speak. The word says, believe his prophets and you'll be blessed. How about angels coming and talking to people? Angels came and talked to people. God sat down and taught Abraham. We're going to talk about Abraham today. He's our father of faith. But we have the word of God and the spirit of God and the spirit of God and brothers and sisters in Christ who can give us a word from God to encourage us, to strengthen our faith. But the promises in the Bible are yes and amen to you. We'll read that in a minute. They are for you. This Bible is still legitimate. It's still strong It's because it's the Word of God. It's Jesus in book form. Jesus is the Word. And the Bible says in 
In John 1, 1, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. In verse 14, it said, the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. The Word. God spoke the Word in the beginning. Everything was created by the Word of God. You can change the course of your life by the Word of God if you believe it. Well, you know, I don't know. See, that's doubt. I've never had that. That's doubt. That's doubt. If you want something, go after it. That's, that's how the devil lies to you. It, well, it's just wasn't meant for you. Uh, you're not good enough. The Bible says the blood of Jesus makes you right with God. It makes you good enough. Yo, we're not good enough, but Jesus made us good enough. It's in Him we stand. See, the things of God become yes and amen because we're in Christ Jesus. And if you're not sure about your salvation, today's the day. Today's the day to get right with God and start getting on. See, but, but that's not all of it is getting right with God. John 3.16 will save the world. But you need faith to live in joy in this life because we have an enemy. There's some ugly out there in case you haven't noticed. And if you do, put it on the news. You'll see some ugly. But Jesus said, I have overcome the ugly. And I have come to give you joy. And so by faith, you've got to go after that joy. So I'm teaching faith so you can grab joy, peace, comfort. And, and, and matter of fact, if you didn't listen to the theme of the singers this morning and they were edifying you, the word says, cast your care upon the Lord for he cares for you. That's what they were trying to tell you. It takes faith to get rid of all your problems, you know. You, you ever seen Gone with the Wind where... Well, Scarlett, Miss Scarlett, Miss Scarlett, Miss Scarlett. And Scarlett has a slapper. That's, some, that's you in your mind. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? It's getting bad. I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know how are you going to do it. How are you going to do it? How are you going to do it? <gasps> Get still. Cast that care over on the Lord. He cares for you. You got to do it by faith. What happens? We cast it away and we, we oh, I'm leaving that there. And then, but what are we going to do? Oh, see, and we pick it back up. And we carry it. We go through life. Cast your cares on the Lord, and he will take care of you. So I, this week I asked God, um, help me to explain faith. Pretty simple. And, and try, to, try to make it as easy as I could. Hope, hope, hope. Got a text here. Hey, they got a sale. There's a sale on boots. There's a sale on boots at, at, at Bass Pro Shop. I think I'm going to get some. Wait a minute. I like this pair. I like these. And you know what? They look good on me. They would look good on me. She won't let me get rubber boots. She's scared I'll wear them up here. <laughs> but I like rubber boots, and I think those would look good. I can imagine them fitting me and looking good and keeping my feet dry. You know what? I can have it. I got the money to buy them. And I imagine them, you know what? I'm going to order them. Let me order these right quick. Let me type in my credit card number. Hit send, boom. You know what? It's almost automatically, guess what? I just got it. I got the confirmation number. They're on the way. 
Hey, that's faith. I don't have the boots, but I know they're mine. I know they're on the way. I've got the confirmation number. So look at number one. Number one, you got to find it. That's your cell paper. If you don't have, if you don't have the sermon notes, wave your hand. We've got people wanting to pass them out. Number one, you got to find it. You got to find the scripture that belongs to you. You got to find the scripture that fits the need. I need some new rubber boots. All mine got holes in them. Huh? So I have a need in my life. But you know what? I could settle and just wear tennis shoes and have wet feet and just, you know, rubber boots weren't meant for me. It must be God's will for me not to have rubber boots. I just wear these old wore-out tennis shoes, and they're all soured because they're wet all the time. Okay? But I'm good enough by the blood of Jesus to get some rubber boots. Okay, trying to help you. Find in the Scripture what is promised to you. It's not works. Learn to receive it because you're not good enough. But by the blood of Jesus, I'm good enough. And it's for me. Romans 8, I mean, Romans 4 and 16. It says, therefore, it is of faith. And we're talking about Abraham here. In Romans, the fourth chapter, Abraham's our father. Say, Abraham's my father. He's your father in faith. He's your father in faith. So he's your father. He's your example. He's the first one that believed God and followed God. And God led him out. And God took him places, and God blessed him, and God multiplied him, and God said, I'm your reward. That was before that he even had kids. But the story, real big story of faith is, is he's 80, he's 80 years old, and he's wanting a kid. And, and you know what? What does the world say? You're too old. And your wife's 60. She's too old. Your time has passed. And he said, Lord, what can I do? And the Lord said, I'm your reward, and you will have a kid. Took him 20 years. And we give up in two minutes. We want to drive through McDonald's and have our faith. Huh? Matter of fact, you use faith to go through the drive-in window. You pay before you get the food. You better check it. But you pay before you get the food. Because you got faith they're going to give you that whatever. You use faith every day. Start using it on the Word of God. Let's finish. Let's look. Uh, that... Therefore, it is a faith that it might be according to grace so that the promise might be sure to all the seed, not only to those who are of the law, but also those who are of the faith of Abraham, who's the father of us all. That's us. We can live by faith. We can live by faith. Matter of fact, we were made to live by faith. We played a, a song in prayer this morning. I was made to worship. I was made to worship, but I was also made to live by faith. We were all made to worship. That's why I had the kids come to the altar today. You know, that nobody died. Nobody rolled on the ground, you know. But, you know, they're learning. They're learning, and that's what we want. And so, so we've got to find it. You've got to look in the cell paper. You've got to look, and here's your cell paper. 
You can find stuff in here that other people hadn't found. You can find stuff in here that will bring you a revelation and you put it in your heart and live by it. Quit looking out there and griping about everybody and start looking to God because there ain't no peace out in the world. But the peace is found in here and the peace is found in here is where it wants to live. No man or woman can give you peace. Only the Son of God, who is the man, Jesus, and God the Father, who's the Father of lights and the Father of peace. Number two, you got to know it. Know what I mean by that is I can have it. I can have it. And guess what? You may walk out of here with peace today, but guess what? Monday's coming, and you'll get a phone call. You'll get somebody. I had a buddy of mine. We were both saved, and, 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 and he, I, I was in sales, and he, he was technically in sales too. And, and I would call him and say, well, I just got chewed out for nothing. And, you know, just kind of discouraged, and he'd encourage me. And then he'd call me. He said, man, I just got the biggest cussing I ever got in my life. I said, that's all right. Let it just roll off of you. It don't belong to you. Encourage one another in the Lord, the Bible says. But know you can have peace. Know the promises are for you. Because that answer wasn't meant to be. Well, it's not meant to be. Yes, it is meant to be. Everything in the Bible is true. Everything's for you. 2 Corinthians 1.20, I already quoted it. For all the promises of God in Him are yes and amen. Amen means so be it. So when you see a problem, you say, so be it unto me. So be it to me. So be it to me. To the glory of God through us. God wants to work through you. He wants to, and he wants to go through you, deposit some things, and go and minister to somebody else. Romans 4, 23 through 25. This is at the end of the story here. And it's talking about Abraham. And we'll look at him just a little bit. But look at what it says. Now, it was not written for his sake alone that it was imputed to him. We're talking about righteousness, talking about the blessing, everything that Abraham received, but also for us. Say, for me. The Word of God's for me. Let's say it again. The Word of God's for me. It shall be imputed to us who believe in him who raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead. If you believe in Jesus, all the promises are for you. And the Lord will work, even when trouble comes, the, the Bible says for believers, he'll make good things out of it. He'll twist it around and he'll tear it. If you, weeds grow in your garden, they'll be worth $100 a weed if that's, you know, the Lord will turn it. That, that's what that means. The Lord will turn your trouble. Look at the next verse. It says, who was delivered up because of our offenses and was raised because of our justification. We've been sanctified, set apart, justified by God. We're not guilty anymore. That's what justification means. And we've been made right with God. Can you receive all that? It's pretty simple. Just say, that's mine. I'm right with God by the blood of Jesus. So you got to know you can have it. You know it belongs to you. Matter of fact, you got to get a little bold. If somebody was stealing something from you, You'd yell out. You know, if this was your blanket and I start heading for the door, hey, come back here. And matter of fact, you got your tennis shoes on, you'd be chasing me down. Or your purse. The promises belong to you and the devil's been keeping them from you. It's time to tell him to get off, to know where to go. It's the time to tell him to stop. 
Come back here. You let my promises go and you get out of my life. Jesus is Lord of my life and the promises are for me. Can you agree with that? Come on, I'm trying to help you. Let's go back. It's in the cell paper. You know what? I, I like those. I want those. And if I order them, they're mine. Look, look at number, number three. You got to see it. Or I, I think they'll fit me. Or right out beside that, can you imagine it? See, we preached on imagination last week. It's powerful. You got to imagine it. Every fisherman goes fishing and imagines before he ever gets there, he's going to catch one. And if he's a really a good fisherman, he's going to catch a big one. I ain't going to catch one. If I'm going to catch one, I want to be like this. And so you go fishing by faith. You go shopping by faith. I'm going, you know, we need bread, we need milk, and, you know, I'm going somewhere where they got it. I got faith they got it there. That's how simple this is. Live by the word. Look to the word. Can you imagine the promises of God? Can you see yourself being blessed like Abraham was blessed? Well, not really, Pastor, because, you know, I, I didn't go to college. And, and in Whitfield, they, they, don't, they, don't, they don't have stuff like that in Whitfield. And this is where I live. And this is where I... God will make a way in the desert. God will make a way in Whitfield. God will make a way in South. You know, when I first came here, somebody said, well, this is flyover country. For all the big cities, you know, nobody cares about Southwest Virginia. I said, well, I do. And you know what? Better than me, God does. God loves Southwest Virginia. And you go ahead and say if you're from here, it's God's country, right? Okay. Okay, then God wants to bless it if it's his country. And God wants to bless you. But we got to live the promises, and we got to declare them, and we got to receive them. We got to walk in them. You know, uh, let's go. I'm going, here's, here's declaring the promise. I'm going to food line to get milk, bread, and peanut butter. I just declared. And when I get the food line, I'm going to receive milk, bread, and peanut butter. But guess what? When I'm talking about the promises of God, I ain't got to worry about paying for it because they've already been paid for by the blood of Jesus. My part is to receive it, to get in the place to receive it in my heart. Not in my head, because your head will talk you out of it. Well, God really don't want you to have that. God really don't, you know, oh, everybody else gets it, but you never do. It's working in your head, not in your heart. And your heart needs to be yes. Spirit of God saying yes. Yes, yes is for you. So can you see it? Like Abraham, look at Romans 4, 17. As it is written... I have made you the father of many nations in the presence of him whom he believed, God, who gives life to the dead and calls those things which be not as though they were or as though they did. Look, 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 look. Abraham had no kids. God came and sat down with him and said, you're going to have children. And then he started working with his imagination. That's why your imagination is important. important. He took him out and he said, count the stars. You see the stars, you know, yesterday, they were stars everywhere. You can't count them. He said, that's how many kids you're going to have. I'm one of them. So are you. Yeah. Then he took him and said, let's go look at some sand. What's in sand? 
It's an example to grow your faith. That's how many count the grains of sand. He goes, I can't count the sand. It's impossible. Only you know, God. He said, that's how many kids you're going to have. God's dealing with his faith, okay. So he's starting to, 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 to grow his faith. He's starting to, 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 to get bigger on the inside with faith. He's starting to be a father of many nations. Even though he has no kids. So by faith, he received it. Look at number four. Grab it by faith or grab it. Grab a hold of it. It's by faith. Remember I placed an order with the credit card? I paid for it by faith. Jesus paid for all these promises and took care of all your sins, not knowing if you'd receive it or not. But he made a way. And I stepped into it, and so did you. But God wants you to live the journey with joy and peace, and he wants you to have the blessing, the same blessing. If Abraham was alive today, he'd be a corporation. He would. Think, go back and read the story. I challenge you to do some homework. Read and how many cattle, how much cattle he had, how many sheep he had, how, how many servants he had, how many... He had people that worked for him that were his friends. 300 Confederates, the Bible said, and they all went to battle with him. They worked for him, worked with him. Do you know a corporation has companies that feed to it, like Volvo or there's other companies around it that supply? We had a, a car company in town, and there was a company that made seats for him, and there was a company that made the engines for him. Another company made, uh, put the wheels together for him, and all they did was roll them in there, and people put the car together, but the motor was already put together. The seats were already fixed. They just stuck the seats in the car. <laughs> Done. God will put people around you to bless you. Come on, you got to start thinking bigger. It's not just me and mine. No, the Bible says that the favor of God's on us. Did you know that Jesus was given a donkey that had never been ridden to ride? That's favor. Did you know there was four women that gave him money to do what he did? That's favor. They paid the way. Okay, that's out there, isn't it? You didn't even know that. That's what the Bible says. He had people that supplied. You know, if Judas was stealing from him, the Bible says Jesus wouldn't have known Nobody knew because there was more than two coins in the bag. Well, he was poor. Jesus was poor. He had no place to lay his head. Jesus had some change in his pocket. He had some change in the money bag because if there was two coins in there and I took one, somebody's going to say, what happened to our other coin? But he had enough coins in there that nobody knew that the boy was stealing from him because the, the, the change rattled. The gold coins rattled. Okay, well, let me preach to you now. you got to start thinking bigger. God will make a way. And you know what? We saw the video where the package comes down. You know where the package comes from? Men, women, jobs, increase, places to invest. People want to invest in you. I told the story when I was 19, 18 years old. A man come to me and said, I'm going to sell you two acres of land. I said, What? He wanted to invest in me. And I'm, I, all I'm looking at is, I mean, I, how am I going to pay for that? I got to go to the bank. And I mean, I came home because I owed somebody. I came home and cried after signing the papers at the bank. In three years, I sold it for twice the money. That man actually gave me 
money, but I couldn't see it when I first signed it. All I could see was the debt. Isn't that how we live? We look at how much, well, I ain't going to make it. Look, I can't do it. It's by my strength. But God wants to put people in your life to bless you, and God wants to have you, give you a bigger vision. Okay. I'll take it off. You don't want it. You got to get you want to up there. You got to get you, yes, I want that. Yes, I want that. That's seeing it. Yes, I, that's mine. Oh, I need that. I need peace, I need joy, I need peace, and I need joy. I need healing, I need a strong mind, I need a strong body. I need everything. So do you. And by faith, we obtain the promises. That's what it says. You know, you ever been to uh, uh, the Baseball Hall of Fame? Anybody? There's one. I knew. I figured he had Football Hall of Fame, anybody? Hebrews, the 11th chapter is the Faith Hall of Fame. Hebrews 11, the Faith Hall of Fame. I've been there. Talks about all of them. Wrought righteousness, closed the mouths of lions. Believe God. Without faith, it's impossible to please God, it says. So, where are we at? Romans 4, 18? Or did we read that? Abraham, who contrary to hope, in hope believed so that he became the father of many nations according to what was spoken, so shall your descendants be. Now, he, he's 80. He's 90 now. You're too old to have kids. That's all right. Look at, look at verse 19. And not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead since he was about 100 years old and the deadness of Sarah's womb. What happens is we walk by sight. Our family, we've never had anything. We're never going to have anything. We've always been poor. We've always been this. It's time to change your thinking. I mean, Abraham didn't know anything, but God taught him, and God will teach you. I mean, matter of fact, Abraham's family sold moon gods in the land of Ur of the Chaldees. Chaldeans, okay? You don't even know where that's at. It's over on the side of Bland. Trying to help you a little bit. That You know what? They found, they dug that city up and they had running water in that city. Y'all think we're smart. That's the problem. We think we're smarter than the Bible and we're not. And Abraham left that and God said, I'm going to take you out and wherever you put your foot, it's going to belong to you and it's going to belong to your descendants. And that's where they're at today. Except they don't have all of it. Matter of fact, they're supposed to get more, and they didn't. Listen to me. It's time to, to grab some things by faith, to place your order. That's mine. That's mine. Let's talk about Mary right quick. You know Jesus' mama's Mary? Christmas story. Anybody with me? Miss Leslie, put up Luke 1 and 26. Now, listen to this. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth. Who sent Gabriel? God. Angels only speak the word of God. If an angel appears to you and said, this day thou shalt surely die, that's not God. That's the devil. Because he can come as his angel of light. Listen to me. An angel appeared to, to Mary. And look at verse 27. 
to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph, the house of David, the virgin's name was Mary. Verse 28. And having come in, the angel said, Rejoice, highly favored one. You're the highly favored one by the blood of Jesus. But you're looking at what you got in your pocket and what's in your mind. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Jesus said, I never leave you nor forsake you. Lord, I'm with you always. Anybody receive that this morning? He's with me. He's with you. Look at verse 29. But when she saw him, she was troubled, and she said, Considered what manner of greeting this was. Verse 30. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Verse 31. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and shall bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. Wow, that's a word from God. But it's impossible because she's never slept with a man. Next verse. He will be great. He will be called the son of the highest. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever in his kingdom. There will be no end to his kingdom. Verse 34. And Mary said to the angel, well, how's this be since I, I've, I've never been with a man? And listen. And the angel answered and said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. And the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also the Holy One who is born will be called the Son of God. Stop right there. That's the word of the Lord. And that's how you receive. I'm trying to help you. When you open this book, you are overshadowed by the Holy Spirit. Matter of fact, I've had scriptures just jump out at me like, what is that about? And now I want to dig into it. And the Holy Spirit says, look at it and look at it. I've asked God. I was in a church one time, a member of a church, and I said, do I need to stay here, Lord, or do I need to go to another church? And the Lord the, the, the pastor opened up a scripture, had nothing to do with that answer. But I looked in my, my middle right here margin, there was a scripture, and I was prompted to go to it, and it said it's time to move on to the deeper things of God. I said, oh, okay, Holy Spirit. He overshadowed me. And he said it's time to move to the deeper things of God, to laying hands on and raising of the dead and all that. I'm like, okay, okay, Lord. And I told my wife, I said, we got to go. I got a word. The Holy Spirit came upon me. He answered exactly what question I was asking. Because that was a big decision. You see? Overshadowed. And as you read the word, you'll be overshadowed. Or you just take one scripture and start meditating on it. The Holy Spirit gets on it. And he starts prompting you. Pushing you to believe for more. Look at the next verse. Now indeed, Elizabeth. This is angel still talking. You're... Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age, and now, and this is now the sixth month of her who was called barren. She's an old woman, too. Verse 37 For, for with God, nothing is impossible, except the, how we limit him right here. I've never seen that before, never heard that before. I've never heard of anybody walking on the water but Jesus, but I don't doubt it. Somebody may have done it. How many of you have written a Bible where Philip was translated? Let me give you a commercial break right here. Philip was translated. He talked to the Ethiopian eunuch, baptized him, and then he was translated to another city. I mean, beam me up, Scotty. That's exactly what it was. God beamed him to another city. Pastor friend of mine, when he was young, this has been years back, probably in the, in the, in the 70s, he was mentored by a man, and he said, you know, 
He goes, God sent me to Africa. He just picked me up and one night in bed and took me to Africa. And I was in this village. I walked into this village and all these people came around. And people came around and I preached the gospel to them. Spoke in their language and they got saved. And he goes, there was one young boy that came up crying and he accepted Jesus. But several people got saved. So him and this man, after about five or six years of being together and fellowship, they said, hey, let's go to a, a Oral Roberts University. And so they go to Oral Roberts University, and they go to the prayer tower. They want to go visit the prayer tower. You need to go if you haven't ever been. And they rode the elevator up, and they go all the way around. There's writings and things to pray all the way around the circle of the prayer tower. And they got on the elevator, and they're going down, and there's four of them, them and their wives. And they come out, and there stands a young man. And he goes, you, and he goes, you. And that was the young man that came up crying and got saved. He, was, he, believed, he made his way to ORU and from Africa. And they met and they talked for 30 minutes about all God had done in his life. And this pastor's telling me this, and he's like, it's amazing. God's amazing. But oh, I don't know, I don't believe that pastor. What? That's all right. You're limiting yourself. Why you tell the, the supernatural stories? Because I want you to believe for the, the, the big as much as the little. Because we take care of, oh, I can believe God for, for a 10-cent raise. How about believing God for a promotion? You know, something bigger, better. I, I, I'm putting some things before you. Let, let, let's finish, for, for nothing's impossible with God. So let me, let me just cut, cut, cut ahead. Mary leaves. Well, no, let's read the next verse. Verse 38. Then Mary said, Behold, the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. That's how you do with a promise. Oh, oh, that's a promise. Cast your care over on the Lord, for he cares for you. Father, your word says if I give it to you, you care for it. You'll take care of it. The promise is he'll take care of it. My part, and it's hard to let go of it. Because some of us are control freaks. And you hadn't fixed it yet. Why don't you let it go and let God do something with it? You know, our biggest problems, if we'd let them go, God could fix them. But we hold on to them, trying to fix them, and you've been holding them for 20 years. Would you let God pour in you and just sweep all that out? Because you still bring it up, still bring it up, still bring it up, still bring it up. Let it go. Somebody says, let it go. I can't sing that song, but hey. <laughs> so Mary, Mary immediately left to go visit Elizabeth. She's walking to visit Elizabeth. When she walks in the door, Elizabeth, the baby in her stomach, was John the Baptist, is filled with the Holy Ghost, and he leaps in her stomach, and the Spirit of God comes on her. And, and let's look at, in Luke 45, or 41. Okay, I'm sorry. Mary, Elizabeth says, Blessed is she who believed, for there will be a fulfillment of those things which the Lord has told her. Every promise you get a hold of, the Holy Spirit quickens in you. Blessed are you. For, and there, because you believe. Remember, 
the guy that came to Jesus and he said, my daughter's sick, come pray for her. On the way, a servant met him, said, your daughter has passed. And Jesus stopped and said, only believe. And he said, Lord, help my unbelief. If that's where you're at, you got to start attacking your unbelief. Ask God to help you with your unbelief. Ask God to supersede. It's easy to believe in a service like this because I'm kind of pumping you up. But Monday, when the devil comes, sits by you and horns you in the ear, you know, or sticks you with his pitchfork, however you de depict the devil in your imagination, you need to depict him about this big. Because that's what the Bible says, that when we stand before God, we're going to say, is that the devil? Oh, my goodness. He's nothing. But we see all of his signs and all his problems and all that, and then people make them bigger than what they are. When God's taking care of everything the devil has. The Bible says that Jesus made an open, embarrassed him. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead that embarrassed the devil lives in you. You got to let it live bigger. You got to start saying today to Monday morning, today me and God are going somewhere to happen. I may be making widgets on this line in this factory, but me and God are going to make the best widgets anybody's ever seen. And there I'm, do, I'm not working for this company anymore. Today I'm working for God. I'm working for God. I'm working for God. And God's going to bless what I put my hand to. See, that's what it says in Deuteronomy, that I'm going to be blessed coming in and blessed going out. I'm going to be blessed in the city. I'm going to be blessed in the field. Wherever you work, you can be blessed. But you got to call on it. you got to ask for it. you got to walk in it. you got to get ready to receive it. you got to look for it. And it might get worse before it gets better, but I don't care. I made up my mind. I'm going to serve God. I'm going to follow God. Hell or high water, I'm going to follow God. I'm going to follow God right into heaven. If I die tomorrow, you'll say, well, Pastor Brett, follow God right into heaven. Hey, hey. I'm going to follow God. Okay. Number five. We got to say it. I got it. I got it. I got those boots. I don't see it. You don't see it. But I got the confirmation number right here. Isn't that how the devil works? I don't see any boots. I don't see. You don't look like you're any better. You don't look blessed. You don't smell blessed. You don't look blessed. The devil tell you, oh, it ain't working, it ain't working, it ain't working, it ain't working, it ain't working. What was that, that brother who was off preaching, and I can't think of his name, but he's funny as all get out. But they called him, and he... And, in South Texas, he's from Chicago. And, and his, they said, your wife's got cancer. You need to get home. And it was raining. He said, the windshield wipers was talking to him. What you going to do? 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 And he started talking back to him. I believe God. I believe God. I believe God. I've been in New Orleans. Mass multitude of people. And you'll find a lot of them talking to themselves, walking down the sidewalk. And I don't know who they're talking to, but it ain't God. And you know what? I start talking too. I call this city saved in the name of Jesus. I call these people delivered in the name of Jesus. I call drugs that have no effect in this city no more and alcohol. I, I come against witchcraft in this city in the name of Jesus. I'm walking down the sidewalk. I'm talking just like the rest of them, but I'm talking to God. See, that's what we're called to do. That's called prayer. 
you know, this is all right to pray like this. You know, it's time for that. But there's a time when you just start walking to declare Whitfield belongs to God. Southwest Virginia belongs to God. My job belongs to God. Everybody where I work is serving Jesus. Everybody. See, that's, that's prayer. Your head's up and you're just declaring the things of God. Matter of fact, let me go ahead and say it. All my kids serve God. All my grandkids and my great-grandkids will serve God. Why aren't you saying that? Come on. Oh, they're just, man, they're heathens. Uh-uh. They're hellions. Uh-uh. They're children of God. They will not change. See, God calls those things to be not. Abraham was not a father. Your kids may be a hellions, they may be heathens, but you change it by speaking the promises of God over them. My kids are smarter than me because I declared them to be smarter than me. Most people don't want their kids to be smarter than them. They're scared. When they're smarter, they find out I don't know nothing. Huh? My... My son's probably smarter than all of them. And he said, man, you're so smart, Dad. And I didn't have the courage to tell him, no, I was just alive when it happened. You know, I, I, was, I don't remember when Apollo landed on the moon because I was watching it on TV. Come on. You know, that he, his memory don't go back as far as mine does. Come on. It's okay for your kids to be smarter than you and to be more blessed than you are and to have more than you. You need to be declaring it over them. But there's nothing, nothing should keep it from you from having it either. Okay. Woo. You got it, got it, got it. You got the confirmation number. Let's read Romans 4, 20, 20 through 22. And he, that's Abraham, did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith. God told him, and God told him, and God told him, and God told him to strengthen his faith. You can find scripture after scripture. Matter of fact, if you can't find, you know, you got to find scriptures to back up scriptures. The Bible says that by two or more witnesses, something is established. It's like that old boy was going, all right, Lord, I need a word, I need a word. And he did like this, and he goes, and Judas went and hanged himself. He said, oh, that's not the right word, Lord. (laughs) That's not the way you do it. On purpose. Y'all, the Bible says in the last days, information will just blow up, and it's blowing up. You can Google promises for healing. You can Google promises for salvation. You can Google scriptures for deliverance. You can Google scriptures for everything. And you can go, look how many scriptures are for that. And you got promise after promise after promise, and let it be established. Abraham. Did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God. And being fully convinced, see, that's faith, that what he had promised, he was able to perform. Therefore, it was accounted to him for righteousness. He believed God. Do you know Babe Ruth? We talked about him. He had the record for home runs for the longest time, but he also had the record for strikeouts. And he said every strikeout is just one more step to a home run. And we won't, oh, oh, I, I can't make that step. What, what, what if I fall? What if I mess up? What, what, what if it don't happen? What if it does? 
You have got to start somewhere walking. A toddler, you know, you ever seen a toddler trying to walk? They like they're drunk. You know, they're staggering around, and they will fall. Don't you ever try to walk again. Don't you, you better stay down there. That's not good parenting, is it? God doesn't say when you fall, he said, come on, get up. Come on, get up. It's going to work. Let's keep walking. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. And sometimes we get ahead of God and trip and fall, and he has to come pick us up. Say with me. Hold my hand. Hold my hand till you get your good balance. Just like a toddler, you hold their hand. God will hold your hand even in things that you haven't ever walked in, even in the gifts that I declared over you. Let's finish reading this. Being fully convinced of what he had promised, he was able to perform. Therefore, it was accounted for him for righteousness. Remember I said that we, I placed an order and I got a confirmation number. Do you want a confirmation number for your promise? 1 John 5.14. And we lock up. 1 John 5.14 says, And this is... The, I, I didn't add that one, did I? Try to find it then. It's in the Bible. <laughs> I'm picking it, Leslie. You know, Leslie does a great job until I, I mess her up. If she messes up, it's me. So I mess her up. Now, this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. If it's in the Bible, it's his will. The blessing, the promise is his will. And if you ask for that promise, he's going to hear you and he's going to give it to you. Okay, well, I asked one time. Abraham stood for 20 years. You know why I believe it, it took Abraham 20 years? Because he wasn't saved. He didn't have the Spirit of God living on the inside of him. You've got the Spirit of God on the inside of you. Things can move a little bit quicker down the road. But even if it don't come when you think it ought to come, doesn't matter. Stand, stand, stand. Matter of fact, when you draw the line, the devil gets nervous. Most of the time he leaves. I'm going to trust God. I'm trusting God with my marriage. I'm trusting God with my children. I'm trusting God with my job. And he'll prompt you and push you to change jobs. Come on. That's, that's your confirmation number. This is the main promise in 1 John 2.25. And this is the promise that he has promised us eternal life. I haven't even preached that today. Because you know what? That's preached everywhere on Sunday. And I told you John 3.16 will give you eternal life. But God wants you to have joy in this journey. And the promised land does not come without a fight. Remember, I've taught that. The promised land, they walked into the promised land and they went to battle. Some things you got to fight for. Some things the favor of God's on your life more than mine and it'll come easy to you. 
huh? I mean, I've had people in my family, and I've never had a problem with gambling, but I've had people in my family have a problem with gambling. Never had a problem with it. I've had people in my family have a problem with drinking. I've never had a problem with drinking. But I have other things. I have other issues that I have to deal with. And Jesus said, take up your cross and follow me. Whatever it is, he's going to help you. Don't look at your family as your problem or as that, that's the curse on your life. Break that curse. Jesus said you can. So everybody looking at me, I want to ask you, are you right with God today? That's the main thing is get right with God, yes, and receive eternal life. But come on, be empowered to, by faith to walk this life. He said, well, Pastor Brett, you don't know. Listen, I told somebody this week, I used to sell my hunting gun every year to pay bills. <laughs> we dug out underneath the car seat and changed for somebody to have something to eat for lunch. Or dug into the couch and you can go to somebody's house and reach down in there, you know. <laughs> I didn't do that. I can't help it. It just came to me. It's crazy. <laughs> but I'm telling you, I know what it is to struggle financially, you know. We got married, and we fell in love, and we can live on love in a Sears credit card. But they come knocking over that Sears credit card at 18% interest. That's the devil. I told my kids when they came in high school, I said, don't ever get a credit card. It's the devil. Because they got you. And you'll pay whatever they say to pay, and it ain't enough. Because, it's you know, you look, you paid $100, and there's only $20 come off of the balance. What? But God will take you and train you and give you promises and give you his word and he'll take you to the next level and he'll grow you up and you'll be blessed and you'll declare, yeah, your kids will get sick, but you pray over them and, and if they give you medicine, you take it in the name of Jesus and you declare it to work it better and better than even the doctors thought. And they get healed quicker, they get well better and, and, and they're blessed. Come on, start declaring the blessing because there's a promise. A blessing on your life. Just like there are gifts in your life that you've never used. You know, and your eyes start like, oh, God don't want me to have that. Yes, he does. And see, the gifts and the impartations come from when you get saved. And then when you get filled with the Spirit. You need to get filled with the Holy Spirit. The empowerment comes in your life. I'm a big Miss Shirley. How does Miss Shirley know things like that when... Or how do I fit somebody's right knee? How do I know? That's the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will help me and direct me. And you know what? He'll let you test him. Try him out. The Bible says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who believes in him, trusts in him, has confidence in him, adheres to him. That's why you've got to change your confession. I trust God. I believe God. I believe God. And he says, taste and see. You know there's an egg and a cake. Can't taste it though. It's in there. Everything's in God. Everything you need's in God. Bow your heads. Will you give your life to Jesus today? If you don't know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, will you give your life to Him? Will you raise your hand and say, I need to get saved today? I need to give my life to Jesus. Come on, settle down and listen. God's speaking to you. Will you give your life to him?
okay? If you, if you got saved a long time ago, but you haven't been living for him and you want to renew your life, you need to make it real. You want God to be more real in your life. Call on him right now. Just lift your hand and say, pray with me, Pastor Brett. I see your hand. I see your hand. Your hand. I see your hand. You can put it down. I'm going to lead you in a prayer, and then I'm going to roll it into a prayer of faith that you, we're going to pray over ourselves, okay? So as y'all pray this with me, say, Father, today I come to renew my life in you. Father, forgive me for chasing sin. Renew me that I may know you in a deeper way. Father, I thank you that I have faith given by you as I read your word Holy Spirit empower me to understand it to walk in it to live in it that I might get better and better that I might be blessed beyond measure that people will will come to me and ask what do you have and I will say I have Jesus Father I thank you for equipping me to do more for your kingdom. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening today. You can keep up with fresh content, find out more about our upcoming events, and give to support Legacy Church all online at LegacyFamily.tv. From all of us here at Legacy Church, have a blessed week.